Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey teacher and welcome to another episode of Get Richer Teacher and today we're talking about a topic that is still very much of a hot topic uh, but before we do I wanted to talk to you about something else. I wanted to start by asking you if you noticed that I didn't post my podcast last week. I felt kind of bad about it but things happened, there were lots of admin to do, and I just didn't manage. And the reason why I'm mentioning it is that I want to normalize um, what actually consistency means. Um, the fact that I didn't post last week, and even though there weren't many gaps in in like my podcast, podcast posting, um, I feel like some people may think that this is lack of consistency and that it's maybe even a broken promise. Um, I think it's a very, very dangerous trap. And the reason I want to talk about it is because a lot of people start feeling guilty if they stop posting for a while, for whatever reason. And what's it, what is interesting is that very often those reasons are actually super, super valid. And they are actually much more important than a stupid post, than a stupid podcast. I don't think my podcast is stupid, but I definitely think that sometimes it seems so small compared to life. Um, so what I want to encourage you to do is to reconsider what you understand and what you mean by consistency. If you think consistency is this construct that somebody told you to follow, which is posting three to five times a week um, at 6 p.m. or the optimal time for your audience, then you are in that trap of artificial understanding of consistency. Consistency is not that. I have a better way of understanding consistency. Better as in, I think it's more sustainable, definitely, and I think it's more human. To me, your job on social media is to be visible and that's it. If you have a business, if you're, con if you're um, committed to growing this business, if you care about your followers, which I'm pretty sure you do because you're a caring, lovely teacher, educator, professional and a person, um, your only job is to stay consistently visible. So the... One thing that you don't have to do is show up every day, because if that's not something that you are able to sustain, then it's going to kill you. Also, start thinking about your followership, your potential customers, your students, your current subscribers as humans, as people that 
actually understand what it means to struggle or not even struggle, what it means to be another human. So sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes it's emotions. Sometimes it's a bad day. Sometimes it's periods. Sometimes it's sickness. Sometimes it's kids. Sometimes it's something else. And I think it actually sets a good example. They don't always have to show up prepared to your classes. Like don't expect them to do that. And set the example that you don't always have to come um, and be visible like every day on social media. Also, when you have friends, you want to keep your friendships consistent, but you it doesn't mean that you post or that you, uh, maybe not post, but text them every day at 6 p.m. because this is how you keep your consistency. Sometimes you, that's at least me, sometimes you text them once a month, sometimes you text them three or four times a week, and that's also okay. It's up to you how you see your consistency. Your only job, as I say, is to be stay visible. But visibility has also different faces and shades. You get to decide what visibility means. So ask yourself what it could mean to you. So that's like a little um, preface of this episode. I hope you enjoy that. I hope it's um, it's inspiring for you to to like feel better about posting because it also should be fun and enjoyable. And that's the reason I wanted to talk to you about your followers, because there is still so many misconceptions when it comes to your um, your followers and why we actually grow uh, our social media accounts um, and all that jazz. So what I'm going to talk about today are numbers, why you may be still struggling to create content, um, followers getting used to a certain type of content, um, confusion, why you do what you do, next steps for your followers, your reach and your hashtags, and the seven second rule. So stick till the end because I've got so much good stuff for you to understand and actually take action from today. So let's start with your numbers. I bet that uh, maybe you've already changed because you've been listening to my podcast and me banging on about how numbers don't matter and how I sold my first offer with about 180 followers. And I still think that's the case. It's still possible to be successful with a handful of people following you on social media. I still stand by it, but the, and the only, um, the only condition is that you want to run a business that offers services. Because if your idea is to monetize your platform, so for example, get into like influencer deals or somebody approaching you to, to like kind of promote something, then that's a different story. But my assumption when I give you advice on social media is that you actually want to run your services, which is one-to-one classes, group classes, um, selling info products, selling digital courses, whatever. If that's the case, then you can totally do it with a small number of people. But the thing that happens and that makes it hard for people, and that's why I think still so many people get into the spiral of thinking, oh my God, my Instagram isn't growing. I only have XYZ number of followers. I need to post. So my followership grows. Well, to some extent, it's true. It's not like we open those follower, those accounts 
to only have like a hundred people. We want them. We want for there to be more people, but we get obsessed about those numbers and lose the sight of what actually matters. And what actually matters is that via your content, you tease people into your world. So remember that your content is, remember that song, remember, (laughs) I don't know why I have this, um, this idea in my head now, was it pink? I'm not here for your entertainment. You are not there for their entertainment or for their, to educate them. Like, let that sink in. I'm not there for those followers' entertainment. You can decide to post entertaining content or educational content, but it's not your job to be there for their entertainment. That's a massive shift, by the way, and I hope you give yourself space to have that shift because that can change everything in how you approach your social media. Your job on social media is to tease people into your world, not in a manipulative way, in a super transparent way, in a way that it's clear what you want. I recently um, said that to a client, what if, uh, and the, the metaphor I'm using here is dating. So what if you met somebody on Tinder, you went on a date And on that first date, um, it's a very nice date. You're talking, da, da, da. And then at some point, one of you says, I am really interested in a serious relationship. And the other one says, oh, I'm not really looking for a relationship. Now, there is a choice here. You can either pursue that something, that, that relationship with this person, Uh, But there are chances that somebody is going to get hurt because those two people are looking for different things. Or you can just walk away and do, or the person who is is not looking can, can walk away, right? So imagine if you approached your social media in that way. What if you were super transparent? And by that transparency, I mean making it obvious from your profile uh, or your bio or whatever that you are a business, not an educator who posts educational, free, entertaining content. Um, and you were you were just super open about it and people knew what to expect. How would that look for you? Wouldn't that be easier? Because I think that still too many people post free educational content with the hope They just sit there and hope that some of those people will get attracted to the free things, but stick around for the paid stuff. If that's still you, you are being delusional. You are actually lying to those people. Because do you know what happens? In most cases, those people get used to the free content. So going back to the metaphor with Tinder, this might be too strong, but it would be as if you were the side who wanted the serious relationship. The other side didn't want a serious relationship. So, but you had sex with that person and um, that other person were, would keep coming back for the sex, but you would hope that they would fall in love with you because of the sex. Is that too much? Let me know. Let me know. Um, <laughs> but I hope it, makes you understand how that works because this is literally how it works and people do get used to free stuff so 
Well, I totally take into account and like accept fully that there are people in my audience who will always stay at the level of free content, but I'm okay with that because there is a part of this audience that will become paying clients. So as long as I'm not doing it just for the sake of posting and hoping that some people will convert, because that's basically what it is, then I'm okay with this. Um, the other thing is confusion about what, why you do what you do. So the easiest way to get out of the rut of confusion of why you do what you do, which is um, in terms of social media, it would be creating content. You do it again to tease people into buying your offers. You do it so that people find out what it's like to work with you. And <clears throat> I teach the rocketers, I teach my masterminders all the time. I say it all the time. The more authentic you are, the more you attract people who would be interested, but also who would be the most joyful to work with, who would be the ones that you would feel satisfied working with, but also they would see the best results. So the more authentic you are, the more you share your values, your ways of working, your opinions, the more it's likely that those ideal people will come to you. And you will also naturally, and it's not a bad thing, repel those people who are not um, your ideal clients. So remember, that's the whole point. You're not there to post vanilla content in hope for people to stick around long enough so they start paying you or considering to pay you. It doesn't work like that. People need transparency. Be honest, be transparent about, hey, there are offers. I am recording this literal, this podcast because... This might lead somebody to further work with me or inquire about working with me. I don't do it so that I sell to you in every piece of content that I do. That also doesn't work like that. And it's like, it's not black or white, but my only purpose in recording this podcast or my intention in recording this podcast is promoting my business. Number two, is educating my audience and becoming an authority for my uh, for my audience. That's it. But if your main um, if your main kind of intention when you go onto social media and start creating content is to educate or entertain your followers, then you're always going to be stuck, and it's likely that you will not know what to post. Start with the offer always. Another thing. Um, people often start their accounts, which I don't think is the best thing to do. I actually, uh, like the whole rocket, my course is, there is one principle. Um, you start with the foundations and the foundations to me are mindset. Then the next thing is, um, a general understanding of your audience and your niche. And the next thing is your offer. And only then there is marketing. Because if people start with a social media profile, they are lost and overwhelmed from the very beginning. It's literally 
throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping that it will stick. Don't get me wrong. I'm a massive fan of trial and error. I'm a massive fan of um, experimenting with different types of content and seeing what works, what people like and stuff like that. But it needs to be within certain frames. It needs to be within like a certain idea that you have around who you want to work with. It can't just be, I'm going to open a social media account and post and then see what happens. No, it doesn't work like that. Again, I've said it doesn't work like that like a thousand times in this episode, but it's kind of the deal. So you also need to know, so that's, that's where it's related to my next point. The next point is you need to know what your potential follower um what is the next step for them to take after they've followed you so there are a few options and a lot of people and i think most people stay in that stage of okay my follower starts following me and then uh i just post more content so they start liking me more usually what you need to there is something more that you need to do on top which is nurture them in different ways as well I don't think it's enough for people to just see your social media content and also with the reach of social media content at the moment, it's it's becoming harder and harder. There is much more control over that sort of process of nurturing your followers, which is what you need to do if you have them kind of engage with your other content. And by other content, I mean email. So you need to be clear on what happens when those people come to your profile, start following you, and then, and in my case, that's usually the case, there is a person who starts following me, they usually go onto my profile link, and they usually sign up for my newsletter or my freebie. So if you don't have that set up, I would consider doing that, because this is your way of capturing someone's attention for way longer and and like kind of making the likelihood of them staying paying attention 10 times more um so that's the next steps it also needs to as i said it needs to be clear that there is an offer and finally the last point is about the 7 second rule remember i don't know if it's 7 maybe it's 5 but um when a person sees your, when a potential follower goes onto your profile, there is only five to seven seconds that it takes for them to make a decision whether they want to follow you or not. Um, I don't really pay attention to like checking if people do that, but I always keep it in mind. So it's not about you trying to impress someone, but it's about you being clear on what they can expect. So it needs to be clear from your profile how you can help them. And so that, because you have to remember that it's not only about their decision to follow you. It's also them making their first opinion, like creating their first opinion about you. So whether that opinion is, no, that's not for me, or yes, I'm interested, I'm going to stay, These are the two that we want. We don't want vanilla, lukewarm people. We don't want that. It's it's actually awful because those people actually ruin your engagement on social media because they're undecided and they're like, uh. like also look at your own 
way of consuming social media. Like when you follow someone, sometimes you resonate with things um, quickly, but sometimes it takes time. And it's all okay, but it's definitely better if a person is able to make a decision at the moment. So use that time that they've got. So make sure that you optimize your profile. So those followers are not randomers. So they are not, so they don't just see English teacher or Spanish teacher or English lessons every day. Or like, don't say things like that. Because I think that's the message that it sends is that they can expect free lessons from you. And they will never inquire about your courses. Never. Honestly. Okay, maybe not never. I like to be ultimate. <laughs> but um, you get my point, right? So that's what it is. Alrighty. I think I'm done here. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, let me know your thoughts about your followership. And if you've been struggling or not struggling, what your um, reflections have been around that. And otherwise, I will see you in the next episode, hopefully <laughs> next week. Bye. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one -one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.